Welcome to Ghostly. Is the Moon River Brewing Company in Georgia haunted? Ghostly is a podcast that comes out every other week. In each episode, we take a ghost story or paranormal event and look into its complete history. Rebecca then gives us evidence proving that the story is real. And my job is to debate those pieces of evidence and you, the listener, prepared to vote on if it's real or not. If you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button. And as always, we're your host. I'm Pat. And I'm Rebecca. So, Rebecca, we have... uh, this episode is going to be pretty good. I really think that there's a lot of haunted stories about it. Yes. But what really, the, the part that I really liked about this is that oftentimes when we do an episode about a particular location, mm-hmm. people are always like, well, what happened in that location beforehand? Well, we know all the beforehands now Ooh, for this place. Yes. We know from its creation until, um, you know. Current day. Until current day, yeah. Nice. So that's something that I'm always really excited about. <laughs> As the historian, that is helpful. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it is uh, in Savannah, Georgia. We haven't, I don't think we've done a Georgia episode. I don't know if we've done Georgia, but we certainly haven't done Savannah. Yeah. And I have always wanted to. Um, I've never gone, but I read Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, which and, is And I've eaten amazing. peaches. <laughs> you so, have, yeah, yes. It's pretty much being there. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, which is an amazing book. It's yeah. nonfiction, if anyone. Um, and there's a movie, too. Mm. Um, but it's it, anyways, just seems like a very cool place. My brother and um, his wife went there and they had great stories. So nothing that's like haunted, but just like what a what a cool city it is so i'm excited to get to visit it awesome if, uh, through ghostly yeah uh or in words words alone <laughs> right yes. uh, so this is the part where we would do a shout out there are two ways to get a shout out on ghostly the first way is to give us a review on apple podcast uh, we always prefer those five-star reviews but we will read any and all reviews that we receive the second way is to become a member on Patreon. Just go to ghostlypodcast.com and click on Patreon. And we just updated our tiers. Mm-hmm. So we we put even more value into it now. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, uh, yeah, definitely take a look. There's some new things, um, some commercial free episode yeah. levels and um, live recordings for Ghostly X. So and you could you, even be a part of it. That's what I'm saying. If you want to, to join, you could potentially be able to be on an episode of Ghostly yes. X and get to argue with me. <laughs> but <laughs> as I was going to say, there are no shout outs this episode. Okay. So um, do we have any listener mail? We do have a listener All mail, right. though we need more. Okay. So Pat's going to tell you uh, in a minute here how to do that. But, um, you know, we'd love to hear from you. Sure. All right. So this one is from T. T-E-E. Okay. Uh, I was young, probably 16 at most, and I was sick, lying in bed, trying to stay awake as much as I could to make sure I could get a good night's sleep. I looked out into my backyard and saw a girl about eight or 10 in a yellow dress with blonde pigtails and a basket of flowers. She looked at me and smiled and waved. I remember thinking, what? And either looking away or blinking and then back again and the girl was gone. Yes, I have a sister, but she was at school and has red hair, so it couldn't have been her. It's the only time I ever saw this girl in pigtails 
And while I acknowledge there's every chance this was a fever dream, but my nephew has also seen her, he tells me. I'd love to hear his stories. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, or maybe a yellow fever dream. <laughs> oh, well, that may come up in this episode. So. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much, T. That's a that's a creepy story. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, so we always want to hear your stories. To send us a story, you can email us at info at ghostlypodcast.com or use the contact us form right on ghostlypodcast.com. Or another way, uh, and this is our favorite way, is to actually get letters in the mail. So you can uh, send a letter. So you have to put stamps on it at P.O. Box uh, number 264 in Geneva, Illinois, 60134. All right. Yeah. Um, Okay. So we do have to talk about the polls. Okay. We do. Yes. So our last episode, we talked about Poinsett Bridge. Poinsett Bridge. Which I still can't get over that that is, in fact, related to the flower, like, or plant, whatever. And it's supposedly there's a person locked in there. Ooh. (laughs) Well, uh, (laughs) we had, um, yes. 12% and no 88%. Whoa, I think that's the biggest margin I've ever won by. I think it might be. And the overall rating is a 2.25. That's pretty low. It's pretty low for a ghost story, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, did not win over the haunted folks with this one. (laughs) Man, maybe maybe this one will get them. Maybe, maybe. But um, how can they vote? Oh, yeah. You can just go to ghostlypodcast.com and click on polls and go vote right there. Or if you become a member on Patreon, I always send it out with the episode that comes out early so you can vote early. There you go. Get your vote in early. I love it. Early and often, right? Well, (laughs) we live in Chicago and that's that's, our motto. That's what we say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I do have a ghost story. Okay. I started a new job yesterday. I'm working at this brewery as a server. It's been fun. A lot of young people work there and we make each other laugh a lot. The visitors are usually pretty great. So I like it. But I was told that there are people that say it's haunted. I didn't really believe them at first. I just didn't get the vibe. But yesterday changed my thoughts on that. It happened when I went to check on a table earlier in the night. It was a couple and no one was sitting close to them as we weren't that busy yet. I asked them how things were going and if they needed anything. They both just looked at me, freaked out. I immediately wondered if something was wrong with the food, like like a hair or something. Instead, the woman said something I was not expecting. Someone grabbed my ankle. What? I asked. Yes, she said. I felt a hand grab my ankle and it wasn't Chris. I was looking at him and I saw both his hands. I looked under the table right away and there was nothing. I didn't really know what to say. I mean, I didn't want to dismiss her story, her feelings, but I mean, really? She was definitely weirded out and they didn't stay much longer. What freaked me out is when I went back to the kitchen and told them what happened, I was met with, yeah, that happens a lot. What? It what? (laughs) Yeah, we're not sure what is doing it, but it happens. Some things 
just like to touch women sometimes. I mean, I guess I don't know for sure, but it definitely seems odd that it keeps happening. I'm a little nervous. After sharing my story, the manager said it sounded like it was time for me to do a basement run soon for supplies. I guess there's something down there, too. I'm definitely not looking forward to that. Wow. So uh, that sounds like Anthony's story. Oh. When he was at um, Monk's Castle. So if you guys haven't listened to the um, Resurrection Revisited episode, Anthony tells us a story when when he was at Monk's Castle. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, a hand grabbed him from a grave. Yes. And it turned out to be his friend. Right. But this was not that. You don't know. It could have been her friend. So <laughs> what, what is this based on? So this is based on a claim that oh, people okay. do make. Okay. And we will definitely talk about it later. Oh, no. So you'll get your chance to, uh, to debate its veracity. All right. Well, but first we need a break. Okay. All right. It's time for the pet facts. Pet facts. <laughs> so the location where the Moon um, River Brewing is located uh, has been a business since 1821. Wow. That's yeah. 200 years. Yeah, 200 years. Yeah, That's crazy. In 1733, settlers arrived in Savannah, Georgia. The ship Anne landed at Yamakra Bluff and were greeted by the Tomichi and uh, and the Yomacraws, Native American traders John and Mary Musgrove. Uh, the city of Savannah was founded on that date, along with the colony of Georgia. In 1751, Savannah and the rest of Georgia became a royal colony, and Savannah was made the colonial capital of Georgia. By the outbreak of the American Revolutionary War, Savannah had become the southernmost commercial port in the 13 colonies. Oh, Interesting. Eliza Early uh, built the City Hotel in 1821 on a lot purchased four years earlier by his wife. Okay. What an interesting name. Eliza. Yeah. Eliza. Like, at first I thought, oh, maybe he misread. No, no, you read that correctly. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mispronounce that <laughs> you one. You did not. And Early. What a great last name. Yeah. <laughs> now, because, you know, sometimes names are based on, like, what people did yeah. or who they are. So... I'm wondering, I don't know if it was it was him or his ancestors. It's like, yep, we get up early, <laughs> and so people just call us early. Those are those early people. Yeah. <laughs> or they were earls, but they were just like early. Yeah. Like they weren't actual they're early, earls. They're earl-ish. Earl-ish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not only was it the first hotel in Savannah, but it was also home to the first branch of the United States Post Office in Savannah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and it was also a branch of the Bank of uh, the United States. Wow, okay. So this building we're talking about today, one, (laughs) it was a hotel, but it was also the first post office in the town, and it was a branch of the bank. Yeah. The the federal bank. The federal bank, Okay. Many notable people stayed at the city hotel. I I don't know many of these names, but I'm just going to say them. Okay. uh, Including War of 1812 hero Winfield Scott. Yes. The Marquis de Lafayette, uh, the first three Commodores of the U.S. Navy and naturalist James Auburn. 
Uh, Auburn uh, stayed six months while attempting to sell books full of his wildlife sketches. Okay. I, I actually know that name, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, Marquise de Lafayette. Marquise de Lafayette? Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't Do you know. know who well, is? I you know though I know Lafayette, the Lafayette that was in um the the like True Blood Revolutionary War. Oh yeah, but maybe like, it's War related, of eighteen twelve. Yeah. yeah, so maybe it's related. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyways, yeah, they stayed there, all of them. Okay. In eighteen fifty one, Peter Wilpberger um bought the city hotel and he renovated it and put a live lion and lioness on display to draw attention to his business. Yeah, I read about that. I was hoping maybe it wasn't true. Yeah, yeah. Um, which actually, um, the, our next episode is going to be about a place called Red Lion Pub. Yeah, there's actually a <laughs> lot, even though like we're, our next episode is in a brewery. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities in some of the hauntings I could and see stories that, yeah. and things. So. That's why we put them together. Yeah. City Hotel's final guest checked out in 1864. Just before the arrival of the General William Tumash Sherman uh, during the Civil War and the subsequent closing of the City Hotel. At the turn of the century, the building was used as a lumber and coal warehouse. And uh, as the use of coal slowly died off, the building was used for general storage. So, yeah, during the Civil War, um, it was, uh, I think it was one of the cities that was taken over by the North. It was, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 In um, 19, actually, but it was held by the Confederates for uh, a pretty long time. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, they were, yeah. There's a story that I didn't put in the um, ghosty part because there's no real, like, it's just a story people tell, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of the, the apocryphal thing. But like that there was some, like before this, right before the Civil War, some Yankee, dun, 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 Yankee <laughs> came and was trying to stay at the hotel. Oh, no. And that they chased him through the streets and <laughs> strung him up and killed him. Um, but again, I couldn't find any like I don't. I don't know where that story came from, but um, wow. anyways, they didn't like Yankees is what yeah. I'm trying to say. They didn't like Yankees. In, this, in Savannah. Uh, in the 1960s, the space was renovated as an office supply store. So obviously that's what it should become, right? An office supply store. Oh, how interesting. And uh, it, had, it was complete with a large printing press there as well. Ah. Uh, Hurricane David forced the business to close in 1979 when it blew the roof off the structure. The building sat empty until 1995 when it was renovated into its current configuration as a brew pub. Okay. So blew the roof off the structure. Like we think of that often as like a metaphor. Like they blew yeah. the roof off the place. <laughs> and it's like, no. Yeah. No. Literally. No, literally they blew. Yeah. They blew the roof off Absolutely. The place. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I have a feeling the office supply store with a large printing press probably still wouldn't be in business today, even if it had lasted a little bit longer. Uh, you know, I don't know, because Kinko's is still in business. It's FedEx Kinko's, right? Well, but, you know. Uh, Fedo's, FedEx Kinko's is not a sponsor of Ghostly, but if you'd <laughs> like to become a sponsor, yeah, I, I don't, don't even know if we would do that. I don't think they use Kinko's anymore. I think it's just FedEx. Just FedEx? Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. I don't know. I mean, shout out to Kinko's. There's, there, you know. Shout out. If they want to become a sponsor, if we they... can shout them out. <laughs> but until then, we're going to reserve our shout out and just... Casual mention. Casual mention. Uh, in 2005, the brewery was featured in Ghost Hunters Halloween special. 
Yeah. In 2009, Moon River was also on Travel Channel's paranormal television series, Ghost Adventurers, mm-hmm. uh, with our favorite guy, right? Yes. Zach Baggins. Mm-hmm. And in 2018, on an episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural, Moon River Brewery was also featured as a haunted location on paranormal TV series, Most Terrifying Places, which aired on the Travel Channel in 2019. Yeah. Um, it's been on a lot of things. Um, and, uh, I, um, I did actually watch the episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved. I recommend it partly because, um, it has a skeptic and a believer. Oh, really? Okay. That like are going through and they're, they're pretty funny. Okay. Uh, you can not find, like us. You know, yeah. Like, not like us, but you can, uh, you can find that one on YouTube. I could not find the ghost adventure, like show, like it's gone. Like it's oh, wow. like not available. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's somewhere, but I couldn't find it online. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. That's all right. But do you have anything more to add to the history of this of this great brewery? <laughs> no, not right now. I, you know, like I said, I, I kind of mentioned what the one thing I had, which was the the guy that the supposed yeah. Yankee, you know, whatever. But okay. uh, but again, I couldn't I couldn't find any solid evidence for that story so i okay decided not to include it but i but then i did because it seemed to fit well okay well i i think we should take another break and then we'll get back to the debate sounds good Rebecca, are you ready for a debate? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for it, but <laughs> let, let's do it anyways. There you go. Um, so there are many haunted places in Savannah, lots mm-hmm. of ghost tours all over Savannah, uh, lots of top lists, and uh, the Moon River uh, Brewing Company is on top of a lot of those. Uh, in fact, the American Institute of Paranormal Psychology called Savannah the most haunted city in America in 2003. Wow. You know, I, I had heard that uh, there are millions of peaches there, and the peaches are free. <laughs> Is that true, Rebecca? Uh, that's what they say. Yeah. Millions of peaches, <laughs> peaches for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, some people are getting that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, like I said, the Moon River Brewing Company is, you know, considered one of the most haunted places in one of the most haunted cities, right? Yeah. In fact, there are stories of paranormal on every floor of the building, Mm. And interestingly, one of the owners claims this was in that um, uh, they talked about this in the uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved um, episode that one of the owners like says that they've experienced paranormal things or things that he can't explain. And the other is like, nope, not haunted at all. 
And the other owner's <laughs> telling the truth. That's what you're saying. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I think one of those owners is right. Yeah, yes. okay, okay. <laughs> uh, and they do uh, allow uh, some uh, tours to, to come there. They don't do any tours themselves. Um, supposedly, you know, if you want to go there, there's, you know, there's no guarantee, like, they're not necessarily going to let you just go investigate. <laughs> um, but supposedly, if you go on, like, not peak times, yeah. you might be like be able to get into the basement oh, area. Okay. Not really upstairs, mm-hmm. um, but maybe into the, the main floor in the basement. Nice. All right. So let's start with that basement. Okay. All right. The common claim here um, is that people believe there's a spirit named Toby that haunts the basement. I think they just named him that. Like there's I was not- gonna say there's no there's no ghost named Toby. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like one of those where like the servers and stuff, like they claim like when they go downstairs to do stuff that like there's like it's like a poltergeisty kind of yeah. thing. And they just named him Toby. Okay. Like it's not like like there was a man named Toby <laughs> that like had something happen there. Um but they'll just say there's like some sort of dark entity shadow uh figure so um but uh, i found one story that i thought we could use as our representation of um sp- uh, paranormal happenings in the basement okay um i mean i heard i've heard a few but this is a common one um i uh, so this is from ghost city tours and mm-hmm. this was a guy that was on the tour i was on one of the ghost tours a few months back when a young woman started to panic She claimed that her entire right-hand side of her body became icy cold very quickly. She said she could hear voices, but couldn't make out what they were saying. We took her outside, at which point the experience ended. And again, other similar experiences, feelings have been reported. All right. So, what do you think? Basements have limited light. And that means that they have limited heat. Also, heat rises, so that would be the coldest place. So, makes sense you would feel cold, even on one side of you, because that one side could be turned towards an area that doesn't have light, and that would make it more susceptible to the cold. Um, also, the voices she heard could have been people just upstairs. It doesn't say that she was in there alone or anything like that. People could have been upstairs talking, mm-hmm. and that would have sounded like whispers to her. Well, I will say they do, people do talk about the fact that it can be hard to do investigations there because Mm -hmm. it is a building, like, like when we were at that jail, like where like you can hear the people outside. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not. So yeah, that too then. But the fact that like everyone there, like, no, it wasn't like, like if we were standing somewhere and there were voices happening and you said, I hear voices, (laughs) I would be like, (laughs) yeah, I hear voices too. (laughs) Like, like it's not like. I would ima- I would think that someone would like that they would account for that, right? So if she's just you know this, but you're adding a bunch of stuff voices. into the story that isn't even there. So I, I'm not. I'm trying to go just with what's in the story and take it from there. So uh, I believe that that's what 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 it could be is that she heard voices from some some place else. They were human voices that were alive. Well, and I'm saying, well, I mean, but I'm responding to your scenario, right? Okay, so yeah. like my, that, that scenario to me, you I would feel imagine. like that other people would have then said that same thing. So then they wouldn't have made it a paranormal story. Unless um, she was somebody that was, you know, like when someone's really scared, a lot of times people don't be, you know, aren't, aren't like, Hey, it's just people talking. They're just, they're just going to casually bring her outside. <laughs> 
<laughs> like take the lady outside. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm gonna go zero on this one. Okay. That that seems very plausible that it could be that. Okay. All right. Well, so uh, so you're saying zero. I'm gonna give it a six. A six. Okay. Because yes. again, there are you know it's not the the only time. So. All right. Um, so next, let's move up to the dining area. Okay. So this is the, for some reason, on some of the articles I saw, it was called the second floor, but I would call it the, the first floor. But whatever, it's the it's the, where the dining area is. Sure. Um, and I think this is... This is the main floor. This is the main floor. Okay. Right? So this is where people would be, right? Mm-hmm. Customers. Um, so... I thought this would be a good one to talk about um, the a good place to talk about a, a murder that did happen. Okay. Um, I already talked about some some of the other claims and we'll talk about more but but this is one that like is actually documented. So Pat, I thought maybe you would read the story for us. All right. Um, during the spring of 1832, a feud broke out between an undesirable local, James Stark, and the city physician, Dr. Philip Minnins. Uh, things escalated that August at the city hotel. Stark was drinking heavily and spewing disparaging remarks against the doctor. Dr. Minnis walked into the bar, saw Stark, and shot him. Later, Dr. Minnis said that he saw Stark reaching for his gun first. And when he went to trial for murder, the jury quickly acquitted him. They were happy to see Stark gone. And every town needs a good doctor. <laughs> so basically, supposedly this guy, uh, BuzzFeed talked about this story as well. And that guy Stark was just an, a jerk. Like no one liked this guy. He was anti-Semitic. He was just really bad. And so he was, um, and Dr. Minnis was like his, was his doctor. <laughs> so, um, but I guess again, like no one liked him and they were in a particular feud. Oh. Um, and so, but yeah, he was acquitted uh, for the murder. So, okay. So that's something that happened. Um, and people will definitely say that he could potentially be one of the spirits that does some of this. Stuff. Or he could have been an ancestor of Tony. Stark. Oh, yes. And <laughs> so I was thinking about to, our Tony, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> go on to form, you know, Stark Enterprises. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know if he had kids. So, yeah. yeah. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, okay. So there are a few stories, but I wanted to start with this one because it will connect to our next episode. Okay. Okay. So one gentleman states that he had been on a date and his lady friend excused herself to go to the bathroom. She would not return for nearly 15 minutes. When she did get back, she was crying and like freaking out. Um, she stated that the bathroom door wouldn't let her out. Wait, I'm just going to say, though, that oftentimes when I go out with you, you excuse yourself and you're gone for 15 minutes. And I don't think it's anything weird. Right. But if I came back and I was freaking out and I said, hey, I the wouldn't. bathroom stall wouldn't let me out. I probably wouldn't pay attention to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay um all right so when she came back she was crying and freaking out she said that the bathroom door wouldn't let her out the stall was locked and even with all her weight she could not get it open she called out for help and begged to be let out and pushed one last time the last time she pushed it it opened right up 
The waitress saw that the lady was really upset and, you know, she told her what happened. And the waitress said that the ghosts um, tend to hide in the bathroom and do that to guests. And she wasn't the first one to experience that phenomenon. All right. All right. So. And I will tell you a very similar story is going to come up soon in our next episode. Well, I'm just going to say it's probably a stuck lock. Um, That's probably what it is. And she probably did enough to make it almost uh, open. And then she, you know, I, I I imagine her taking a step back and pushing, you know, really hard on the door and falling probably because that's what happens in movies. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so I, I'm, I'm thinking she loosened it up by all the stuff that she did. And she just so happened to push it open at that last time. So I guess I would say like that has that happens for sure that you get a stuck door, but typically you notice it when you're closing the door. Like, oh yeah, this is definitely like tight. Yeah, but sometimes, I mean, I, I've been in situations where I've accidentally locked myself into something and had to exert myself in order to get out. So it seems logical. All right. Well, so what's your rating? Zero. Okay. If I can go with a logical reason, it's always going to be zero. <laughs> so I, okay. So And by I, the way, it's logical to me. Logical Not to, to anybody you. else in the world, uh, just to me. Go. And I know just... you guys are screaming at me right now <laughs> listening to this, but this is this is how my brain works. There's, so. I'm sure, an equal number of people cheering you on. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see in the votes. <laughs> um, no, I. you know what? I give this one another six because, okay. again, it's definitely super freaky. Um but you know, yeah, there's definitely some some wiggle room there. Are you gonna go three sixes in a row? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I have another complaint, and this is right. kind of what I talked about in my story. So this is again main floor dining room, and this is where women feel as if they were being touched. Yeah, right. And here's one story. Um, so a couple was on a date and the lady jumped up and her face was white. She said that someone had grabbed her leg twice. She thought it was her date, but she saw that his hands were visible. She stated she could feel what she thought was a hand grabbing her thigh and her leg. Hmm. So, I mean, it was definitely not just like a, I, I put ankle in my story, but this was a little different. Yeah. Um, so was were there a lot of people around at that time? Does not say. Because just the way that she said that she thought it was her date makes me think that there was probably a lot of people around because you would just look down and know, oh, it wasn't my date, you know, at any time. So, Well, my guess is like, so you're sitting under the table, you know, where your legs are under the table. <laughs> you're sitting under yeah. the table. Your legs are <laughs> under the table. I mean, you could be under the, you could be sitting under the table if you want. But like you're thinking like your date like is reaching across. Oh. And like oh. giving you a little squeeze. Getting a little handsy. Getting a little squeezes in. Yeah. And so maybe the first time it happens, you're kind of like, dude. And then, you know, but you know, whatever, maybe it's all right. But then the second time it was like oh. you notice like, hey, wait, his hands are on the date. Like that would be a panic situation. I'm thinking it's something on the table. I'm thinking it's like a ledge on the table un- underneath it. Well, it didn't happen in the same spot, though. Yeah, but she could have moved, and it could have been the same thing happening, you know, just different spots of her leg. Maybe. She could have moved know. her leg. I mean, a, a feeling like a hand on you is different. That's all I got for this one. Right. I'm, I'm going to give it a one for this one. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to give this one a seven. 
All right. So All right. Staying away from my 666. No, I, no because I definitely, <laughs> and these are, we do hear these stories. I don't know what it is about male, I, oh, how, it is not surprising to me that male ghosts in the afterlife would grab women. Sounds right. Especially uh, that stark. Guy. I've been grabbed by women before, so I mean, maybe after, in the afterlife, women are grabbing men. I, it's possible, but we do know. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, let's move on to the third floor. Okay. So we're moving on up. Yep. All right, we have our favorite. To the <gasps> east side? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, to a deluxe apartment. <laughs> um, all right, but we have our favorite. Yeah. A lady in white. Oh, no. Yay. Uh, so doesn't said, surprise me. <laughs> it's said to be a woman um, that worked at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that supposedly died in the building. Again, that, that was only one source that said that. Um, they called her Mrs. Johnson. So Mrs. Johnson or the woman in white. Okay. Um, she is blamed for missing and moved tools. And people claim that she pushed a construction worker's wife down the stairs during remodeling. Hmm. So this is a, this is probably the most common story. Okay. Um, so um, during the 1990s, there was an attempt to renovate the building's third floor. The foreman's wife was violently pushed down the staircase, and um, locals said that he resigned. And to this spot, to this day, the upper floors remain like not renovated. I have no idea if that's true anymore, um, but. The story about the woman getting pushed on the stairs is a common one. Okay. Told. Well, for this one, I would need some kind of picture or something like that to go by because I don't know where they're looking at them from. So it could just be the light reflecting off the window or something like that if they're looking at it from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they say a glowing yeah. white apparition. Yeah, yeah. So it could just be that. I, I don't know if they're looking at them from down below mm-hmm. or if they're looking at it from the same floor. So that would change what I would say for this particular thing. So Yeah, I can't remember if it was Taps that said that they saw this or um, like one of the shows that but I didn't see a picture or anything like that for. This particular yeah. apparition. To me, it could just be a reflection of light off the window. Mm. Um, but what about the pushing down the stairs? Uh, you know, stairs are rough sometimes. <laughs> Going up and down stairs, it can get rough. So I I, I think someone kind of tripped and kind of, you know, attributed that to somebody pushing them down. But it didn't actually mm. happen that way. So my thought is, so there is this thing about like missing and move tools um in there too so maybe there was some paranormal stuff happening and then yeah she got pushed on the stairs and she felt like there was you know there had already been some paranormal stuff happening and so i don't know why they landed on the lady in white for as the to blame you always the blame one, the lady in white but some spirit yeah uh, so I'm going to go one on this one uh just because i don't have enough details to be able to say anything else mm-hmm. like if I could see a picture of it, then I would know the angle that they were looking at. Well, in the Buzz, so this is where the BuzzFeed show they they attribute the pushing to Stark. So I don't, but that's the only time I heard that. I, I always heard it as this lady in white. Okay, well, I'm still not going to go any higher than one on that. So <laughs> okay, um, so I'm going to give it a seven as well okay. because it does seem weird, and they do talk about it on. Um, the Moon River uh, website, okay. or they just mention it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Lastly, maybe so, they should call OSHA. That's what yeah, I think. Maybe. 
Um, okay, so let's make it all the way up to the fourth floor. Okay. All the way to the top. So there is no specific ghosts that said to haunt this location, not like one thing. It's just basically said that it has um, like a bad vibe. Okay. <laughs> they just say it's got a really dark energy. And they say the reason that it has this bad energy is that it was used as a makeshift hospital for one of um, several yellow fever outbreaks in the city from the early 1800s. So they just say like people died there from yellow fever. And so there's just this like dark energy from all the death and pain and suffering that happened there. Okay. Well, that's interesting because so I know yellow fever did hit Savannah, Georgia. I know that that was a big thing there, but I have no I, I cannot find anything that says that there was any kind of yellow fever hospital or that people from the out, outbreak were contained there or anything like that in this location. And also, the place just opened in the 1820s. So you think a freshly op- open place would mm, be that that's um, location? Point. So that's I, I don't think that this is true. Yeah, I don't know about the yellow fever stuff. Um because I think that's, yeah, like, I I don't know. I didn't look up anything as far as, like, if it, like, if it was used as that as, or not. Um, but I, that doesn't mean there's not a dark energy, but it does seem a little weird. It just yeah. seems, yeah. So, I, I'm, I, I, like, I, I do, I do struggle sometimes when some, when people are just like, yeah, it just feels really bad. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, that's a little different than like, no, someone was pushed. People are grabbed. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know if it's just, yeah. So well, I, I, don't, I don't know when it hit Savannah, but I know that it was in New Orleans um, in 1817 was when the first out- outbreak had started to happen. It went all the way to 1905. Mm-hmm. But you said early eight, 1800s. They it said, just, yeah, it was like 1820. Six. No, it seems highly like unlikely. That. The place had just been open for five years or something like that. It seems hi- highly unlikely that that would happen. That so I'm going to go zero on this one. Okay, I'll give it a I'll give it a three. A three. Okay. Yeah, I'm wow. going to go a little low on the fourth floor. Okay. Again, if you want, you know, creepy stuff, <laughs> go to the main room. Go to the main room or yeah. the basement. I think. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to our overall rating, Rebecca. How how you feeling about this one? So, um, let me see. I guess I'll go, I'll guess I'll go six okay. on this one. Um, I, I know I had a seven in there, but I also had like a three. So yeah. I'll, I'll stick with the six. Like I do think it's haunted. All right. Well, I'm going to have to round up to a one because it would be like, mm-hmm. like 0.45 or something like that. Or point, mm-hmm. it would, it, it's slightly under half that I gave a, a one to. So I, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go one. I'm going to okay, round up, give right. you the benefit of the doubt there on that go. one. There we go. The Thanksgiving spirit. Absolutely. So that brings <laughs> us to our closing arguments. This is our last chance to convince you to vote our way. We are each given one minute of uninterrupted time and we will time each other on our cell phones because Rebecca likes to fib sometimes. Hey. Rebecca, are you ready? Yes. All right. And go. All right. So I would say that the Moon River Brewing Company building is haunted. Um, and that's because it definitely has un- had had enough reports, enough investigations, people that found things there, um, plenty of stories, 
Um, and there was a murder there that we know of, and there, I'm sure, were a few more deaths or things attributed there, um, even if we don't necessarily know for sure, um, that I feel like um, it's it has enough energy to make it a dark place. It was also, you know, not, didn't have anything in it for like 30 years. So those, those uh, um, spirits were, were allowed to kind of percolate, <laughs> I mm-hmm. guess we'll say. Um, and hey, even one of the owners says that like there's things they can't explain there. So uh, haunted. All right. Oh, you just finished just on time. Yes, I did. All right. All right. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, and go. I'm thinking that this is a combination of uh, we have an old place, so people automatically think old places are haunted, um, but it could just be because of the design of the location. Uh, It could be that it doesn't let in much sunlight or that it lets in too much sunlight or it lets in sunlight in locations that a more modern house wouldn't have. Um, that causes people to see things like that. But it's also um, because it's really warm in Georgia, and then you go inside one of these places and it cools off because you're no longer in the sun and you might feel coldness, and people associate being cold with ghosts. There's nothing that says that that's absolutely true or anything, <laughs> so I'm going to have to say no to this one. Okay, all right. Had a few more seconds left there. All right, so I want to thank everyone so much for listening. Please share us with your friends and family as word of mouth is our best advertisement. Remember to hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And on the next episode of Ghostly, we'll be talking about the Red Lion Pub, and it comes out on December 13th. I have to say I'm very excited about this. The Red Lion is a place that I went in college and (laughs) heard a lot of stories at that time. And I have been wanting to do this episode for a while. All right. Uh, Well, I would like to give a special shout out to our VIP producers on Patreon. We have Andrew. Alicia. Becky. Kim. Ta. Ernie. Cindy. Kevin. Nicole. Jessica. Alice. Aaron. Hope. And Candy. And uh, I just, I'm looking forward to the next episode. We're actually going to go have dinner there. We are. With a guest that'll be on the episode. Yes. And uh, we're doing just the fact that we're doing December episodes. Yes. We haven't done December episodes in a while. This year, we're probably going to take a break in January, but we'll let you know more as we get closer into December. All right. Sounds good. All right. Stay ghostly. Bye.